Hey, trail runners. Welcome back to the Canyon Cross Made Simple podcast. I'm Shannon Wasak, certified dog fit trainer, and today we're going over more great listener questions. Choosing equipment can be confusing, especially your dog's Canyon Cross harness. Today we're going to be talking about the difference in a long and short harness. Which one should you use? Let's dive in to find out. Hey, trail runners. Welcome back to the Canyon Cross Made Simple podcast, where we break down the basics of getting started in Canyon Cross. If you're a beginner interested in learning more about the sport of canicross and having it explained as simple as possible, then you've come to the right place. Hey, I'm Shannon Wasak, and today we're answering more great listener questions. I hope you're as excited as I am. Enjoy. When choosing a harness, it can be tempting to ask around to see what everyone else is using. It's probably the most common question that I see in Facebook groups. And it can be helpful to get a feel on other people's opinions, but in the end, it's going to come down to what works best for your dog. Every dog is unique. In general, there are three things to consider when choosing a Canicross harness. The first is what activities do you plan on doing with your dog while in harness? For example, walking, Canicross, bike joring, agility, hiking. You need to find a harness that is suitable for the activities you plan on doing, as not all harnesses are made for all activities. Second is your dog's running style. Is your dog a trotter or do they bound when running? You want to be sure that the harness allows your dog to run with unrestricted movement. Third, does your dog pull out front consistently? There are some harnesses more suited for strong pulling dogs and others that are beginner friendly. So let's talk more about long and short harnesses. Back to what activities you plan on doing while your dog is in harness. Short harnesses are generally suitable for walking, hiking, agility, fly ball, or canicross. Depending on how your dog runs, a short harness could work for bike drawing also. If your dog trots or runs to the side and not always out front, then a short harness is a good option. Short harnesses are also good for dogs that don't always pull into the harness. That's not to say that a strong pulling dog can't use a short harness, but they are a beginner friendly harness for those that don't always pull out front. Some examples of short harnesses are the Zero DC Canicross Harness, the Howling Dog Alaska Distance Harness, and the Nonstop Half or Line Harness. Long harnesses are suitable for activities such as canicross and bike joring, not for general walking or agility. If your dog has a bounding type of running style, then you might want to look at a longer harness. You want to make sure that there's freedom of motion over the spine. The non-stop free motion or zero DC long are a couple of options. Don't forget to consider your dog's running style. If they are consistently pulling out front, then a longer harness is better suited. Some longer harness options to look into are the ever-popular non-stop free motion harness, the Zero DC Long, and the Howling Dog Alaska Second or Tough Skin. There are numerous other choices between both long and short harnesses, so if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to contact me. A couple side note considerations when choosing between a long and short harness are, is your dog okay with the harness being near his or her tail? Not all dogs are, so if your dog isn't, I would look into a short harness. The same is true if your dog has a previous injury that may be bothersome if a harness is touching the injury site. In this case, you would determine if a long or short harness is needed based on the injury location. Also, if your dog is prone to backing out of a harness, you may want to look into the Drag Rattan Multi-Sport Harness. As I said, every dog is unique, so these are general guidelines and a good place to start when considering what harness is right for your dog. Feel free to reach out to me at Simple at gmail.com with any specific questions. You can also download our Canacross Harness Guide at bit.ly forward slash Canacross Harness Guide 
which will give you a few more examples of long and short harnesses and when to use them. So that's it for today's show. Don't forget to join our Facebook community at bit.ly forward slash learncanacross and submit your questions for the show. You can also leave me a voice message with your question at speakpipe.com forward slash canacrossmadesimple and with your permission, we'll post your question on the show. If you're liking the show, please subscribe and leave us a review so we can spread the word about this great sport. So get those tails on the trails, and until next time, bye for now. Still have questions? If you feel you need a little more one-on-one time, I'm now offering 30-minute coaching, aka strategy sessions, to give you more personalized attention. We'll hop on Zoom and clear up any confusion you're having with equipment, commands, getting your dog to pull, etc. If this sounds like something you need, please email me at canacrossmadesimple at gmail.com and we'll make it happen.